Hi, everybody. Uh, wanted to come in and just, um, it's Maria. Sorry, I should probably start off with that. Maria Vandenberg. And I wanted to jump in and talk about week two of 30 Days of Authenticity. Um, this is my own course that I have just launched and we are moving through it live um, on Intention Inspired. Platform name is I am period intentioninspired.com. Uh, it's free to join. I'm offering it pay as you wish while we are running through it live. And I've been amazed. I've honestly been floored and amazed by uh, not only the people that are showing up, but um, the depth to which everybody has been willing to kind of dive into who they are and, and um, show up and share it. And it's, it's created this just beautiful, collective, shared, energetic space where we all feel safe and seen and heard and it's just it's beautiful and my every single day it's like my level of awareness grows and expands not only through showing up and sharing myself but also just witnessing the beauty and the wonder of others and them showing up and sharing themselves just as they are um so it's been it's been incredible and life-changing in all honesty totally and honestly and unbelievably life-changing. So um, I wanted to just take a teeny bit of time and recap what the week looked like for me. Um, did that last week. Uh, that podcast and video will be linked below. Um, and I'll continue to do it until we are complete. Uh, but this week was, so last week was all about how we think about things. Um, and every single day was spent looking at that, looking at our thoughts and the way we view the world. Uh, this week is about what I call quote unquote shadows. Uh, and shadows are a prominent theme in my first book, which goes hand in hand with this course as well, which is called Crown Jewels, the Acacia Records. And my approach with shadows is they aren't bad. Um, they are our unconscious. Uh, and they're a part of us. And honestly, they're just longing to be seen, heard, held, acknowledged. Um, and there's something that we can work with to uncover our limiting beliefs and our, um, you know, our things that hold us back to sort of learn to love and embrace all of who we are and accept everything that's in our life in the present moment, um, no matter what it looks like. So that's kind of been the theme for the whole week is taking a look at our, what I call our shadows. Um, so the first day, day eight, I'm aware. I asked us to take a look at our triggers. Uh, and then I um, went through a particular practice called SOAP, S-O-A-P, Subjective, Objective, Analytical, and Personal Learning, um, and apply that particular technique to uh, one of our triggers to see if we can approach it from a more compassionate perspective. Um, day nine, I am patient. This was um, where I had us take a look at our inner child and I asked everybody to think about a situation in their childhood where they experienced pain and to bring themselves back to that moment, but present day. So like, how do I hold little Maria 
uh, in a situation where little Maria was upset and she really just wanted some love and attention. So how does it feel to provide that to her now? Uh, and is there any healing in that process? And then day 10, I am the other. So this was about identifying someone or something that we considered to be outside of ourselves uh, and different and that we judged and seeing if we could look a level deeper to see if there, if we could get to the commonality between us um, to have compassion for their who they are and what their perspective might be. Um, and then day 11, I am embracing. That was about taking a look at our fears and seeing if we could get to the point of being grateful for them. Um, if we could embrace them for what they might be showing us about ourselves. Day 12, I am open every single week. I'll kind of do this. I ask people to be open and to do a free form writing on what they've uncovered about themselves that week uh, and anything that they might have learned. Um, day 13, I am willing, this was about taking a look at our expectations and honestly, ex my own expectations have been, um, I, I keep seeing within the course, they're like my Achilles heel. They are one of the things that I am still actively, you know, it's like a year and a half after, actually probably two years since I first created this course and it's something that I'm still actively working with, like what makes sense in terms of expectations? How do I work with them healthily? Um, but the intention for that day is taking a look at them and being willing to release the ones that no longer serve you. And then that brings us to today, which is day 14. I am reflective. And I ask us all to take a look at the whole, the week as a whole. Um, and so I just wanted to take a few minutes to share my own um, sort of realizations about myself this week. Um, so one thing I wasn't anticipating was I knew that, you know, when we dive into our shadows, it's not always easy because we're asking our conscious mind to take a look at something that we've previously been either running away from or repressing or we're not even aware of in the first place. So there's a level of discomfort um, to actually consciously pay attention to something we haven't previously wanted to consciously pay attention to. So I anticipated that, but what I didn't expect um, was how intense this week has been. Um, it surfaced a lot of wounds for me, and it's because something would happen, but I would know, I'd recognize that like the trigger or whatever it was um, that happened um, wasn't the actual real issue. The real issue was, if I dove deeper, there was a little Maria within me that was really hurt. She was triggered by some external thing that had happened, you know, so case in point, um, God, am I going to talk about this? I guess I am. Um, someone that I care about, right, romantically, um, was talking about how he cares about I shouldn't say care about, that's not true. Someone I love romantically um, kept bringing up someone that he loves that isn't me. Um, and we're not together. We're not partners. It wasn't meant to be a personal attack. Um, I don't know if he knew it would hurt me. I don't, I don't think I want to know that actually. Um, but 
the fact of the matter is he did it. He posted about um, his love of somebody else and I got triggered. I got triggered because it triggered a childhood wound, right, of not being, not feeling worthy. So it was triggered by this person, this particular person, but the reason why I was so triggered had nothing to do with this person, right? It had to do with, there was a, is a three-year-old Maria that lives within me that felt abandoned and rejected by her father. So this in external circumstance was triggering this internal wound of a little three-year-old that doesn't understand why she isn't worthy of her father's love. And so I'm sharing this example because I was willing to dive deeper. I could have left it at the surface level of just being triggered and pissed at this external person, but I didn't. I dove deeper and I saw that how I can actually feel better is to hold that little Maria, that little three-year-old girl, um, and let her know that, yeah, it fucking sucks. Sorry. <laughs> Just sore. Uh, it sucks that our father is not present and does not want to be present and is not here. Um, it hurts. It hurts. And it's okay to, to be hurt. Um, but... Be, just because he isn't willing to be present in our lives does not mean we aren't worthy of receiving love. And it actually doesn't have anything to do with us. And so, little Maria, I'm sorry that you're upset, and I'm sorry that you're longing for your father's love. I'm so sorry, but I want you to know that... The reason you don't feel his love doesn't have anything to do with you. It's his issues. It's his stuff, right? And so it was like through getting to that space, I was then able to give myself that love that I was seeking from my father as well as let myself know that it's okay to feel that pain Um and to know that I would always be there to hold myself no matter what I was feeling. So, so yeah. So that was, that happened in a, quite a few different ways for me this week. Um, and it's intense. It's intense to experience that and um, get to the root cause of whatever the issue is and hold yourself. You know, allow yourself to feel that pain, that rejection that sense of rejection and that sense of abandonment, but then hold it, hold it and let, and let yourself know that you'll never abandon. Like I basically held little Maria and I let her know that she is worthy and that I love her and that I'll never abandon her and I will always be here and it's okay. It's okay to be sad and to feel a bit broken. It's okay, but I love you and I, and I'm here regardless. So that was that. And then we moved into our fears. Um, that was what was next for me. And I, I've said this before that I like to think of myself as an alchemist. Um, and I just love the idea of 
approaching fears from a perspective of how can I work with them? What are they trying to show me about myself? So like one of the biggest ones I'm moving through right now is my fear of the unknown and like the need that I feel to plan literally every single aspect of my entire life. But I can't do that. I cannot do that right now. Um, and it's like I'm so fearful of not knowing, but I can't know. And so when I shift and look, try and look at, okay, well, what is this fear trying to show me? And when I do that, it, I get to a space of not necessarily being like, cool, I'm so... I love the unknown. Like it's not, it's not that it's more so that I can get to a space of kind of being as okay as I can be with moving into the unknown because I'm letting go of my need to feel like I have to control everything. And I'm believing that I'm being carried and supported uh, and guided and loved by things beyond just my ego mind and my rational comprehension. So it's like every time I relax into that, that it's like that I'm not alone, that I'm guided, that everything will be exactly how it's supposed to be, um, then I can relax. I can relax into it because it's no longer up to me, you know, and everything is going to end up exactly as it's supposed to be. Um, regardless of what my rational human mind is trying to comprehend and understand when it's uncomprehensible um, things. So again, don't know if that's making any sense, but I basically am making peace with the unknown by learning to trust um, in my higher self and my deepening connection to my higher self and to God and to the universe, whatever term you want to call it, um, as well as just focusing on, I don't need to have it all figured out. I just need to know what to do next. So I'm consistently asking, what's mine to do next? Um, so it's just really powerful when I can approach that fear. So it's taking my fear of unknown and then deepening that into trust and surrender. Uh, and then just focusing on the next step, um, which has been really sort of freeing, freeing for me. Uh, and then finally, it's expectations. So I talked about that a teeny bit above. I still have not figured out um, what the right, right, I don't like that, but I'm putting quotation marks, uh, the healthy way, I should say, approaches to expectations. You know, do we not have them? Do we have them? Do we make sure that they're realistic? Uh, I've named, so I have a shadow aspect that I've named Bianca. She's my perfectionist, and she is the queen of setting up completely unrealistic expectations, like expecting me to be perfect at every given second of every single day, expecting everybody else in my life to be perfect at every single second of every single day, expecting everybody in my life to be telepathic and sense my needs at every single moment of every single day, um, as well as set really unachievable goals. She does that a lot too. So it's like I've named her, I'm aware of her, I love her, uh, although she drives me crazy sometimes. Um, so I'm conscious of the fact that I set expectations all the time and I need to make sure that they are healthy and achievable. 
Um, but what I haven't figured out is, do I just let them go completely? Because part of me still believes in the value of expectations, of setting goals, of setting, getting clear on specifically what I want and what it might look like. Um, because when it's met, like when it happens, then it feels good. Then there's like a celebration of, I did it. Like that happened. Like this was successful, quote unquote, successful. So it's like, I haven't figured that out yet. I haven't figured out what is the appropriate role of expectations and my my life. Um, and then the final thing was I asked everybody to kind of weave all of their feedback and all of their um, sort of aha moments into a purpose statement, um, reflecting back on the one they started last week. So my reflections from last week were all about my fear of being seen. That was what week one of this time around of 30 days of authenticity had surfaced for me. And so that statement that I ended last week with was, I am willing to be with what is and allow myself to be seen. And then now, um, I also had reflected on what my purpose statement was um, last summer when I was recording the videos for the series. And that was, uh, I love and embrace all of what makes me me. I recognize the beauty and the darkness and the power in being vulnerable. Um, and I, so when I was looking at the two, I realized that what was missing for me, um, all of those were, were really relevant, but the missing piece was I also, and I wasn't living this way last summer and I'm actively trying to live this way now. It's like not get caught up in my fantasy of the future, not dwell on past memories of pain, but really try to be grounded in the here and now and also loving and accepting of everyone, myself and all others, exactly as they are in the here and now. So it was like taking those statements, but also weaving in that like it needs to be, I need to be present, presence and loving exactly what is. So taking all of those together and trying to form a purpose statement for the final two weeks or 16 days of 30 days of authenticity, I end up with I love and embrace and accept all of what makes me who I am. I recognize the beauty and the darkness, the power in being vulnerable, and the value in being present in the reality of what is. So that's what my purpose statement, oh, look at my hair. <laughs> that's what my purpose statement looks like. Uh, that's what week two for me looks like and you know I'm just I've, I'm great I'm really grateful I'm grateful for the people that have shown up I am grateful uh, for my higher self for the creation of this course um, and myself too as well well we're one uh, and I'm just I'm I'm grateful for where I'm at you know it's been a rough week it really has been a rough week but um, my level of love for myself, has significantly deepened. It's like I really do love and accept myself and also others, actually. Um, I've had some significant challenges with a few people in my life this week. Um, and I've I've made a point to um, kind of love them, but not, but yeah, I'm not going to go into all of that. But it's, it's, it's been a powerful week. It's been a powerful week that's ended up with um, 
with a deepening um, love of myself which and acceptance of myself, which is then allowing me to have a deepening love and acceptance of the other people that are in my life as well. So, so that's um, 30 Days of Authenticity Week 2. Um, again, I'd love to have you guys join. It's Pay As You Wish for August. Um, it's Intention Inspired backslash Join Authenticity. I'll link below. Um, but would love to have you be a part if you so choose. Uh, if not, thanks for tuning in. And I will be back again next week. Okay. Love you guys. Bye.